Bermans <laughs> sorry <laughs> Bermans na so ibig sabihin Happy anniversary! You know, <laughs> happy anniversary FTB. Happy anniversary po sa mga kasama namin ngayon dito sa sa church. Thank you for coming and happy anniversary din sa mga members natin at sa ilang mga nag-join sa atin sa worship natin ngayong umaga. If you are here with us this morning, comment down Happy Anniversary FTB. So kung kayo po ay nanonood ngayon, comment nyo po Happy Anniversary FTB. Ang bilis ng panahon, no? Grabe. Parang nag-New Year lang, tapos biglang pandemic. Anniversary na agad! <laughs> Kala niya sasabihin ko, ano, no? Merry Christmas. <laughs> Parang nahirapan po ako, sorry. Um, sige na nga, batiin ko na po kayo ng Merry Christmas in advance. Ayan. Merry Christmas po. <laughs> Tanggalin ko na daw. Ang hirap eh. Baka maatching pa ako. <laughs> Ayan po. Anong naalala nyo kapag Pasko? Sige, pag-usapan na natin yung Christmas. <laughs> Masabihin nyo eh. Anong naalala nyo kapag Pasko? Isa sa mga naalala ko ay yung classic na culture ng mga Filipino. Di ba? So, tuwing Pasko, ano pang ginagawa ng mga Filipino? Kumakain. Di ba sa pagkain? Yeah, may kita niyo sa mga pictures. Ang naaalala ko kapag Pasko ay simbang gabi. Kapag simbang gabi, hindi naman ibig sabihin tayong mga Pilipino, no? Nagsisimba lang. Naaalala ko nung bata pa ako kapag simbang gabi. We as a family, we come to church. Ang emphasis, as a family, we come to church. Yun yun eh. Di ba kapag nagsisimbang gabi, kasama ta- mga Pilipino, ganun tayo eh. We, em- we make emphasis family. Kaya nga pansin ninyo, di ba, kapag, kapag para, parating niyong Pasko, nag-uuwian yung mga kamag-anak natin from sa ibang bansa, umuwi ng probinsya. Sino umuwi ng probinsya dito? Basta magkakasama mga magkakamag-anak. Because as Filipino, yung Filipino culture natin, we make emphasis on family. Nakakalungkot. Ito yung culture ng mga Pilipino na unti-unti nawawala na rin sa kasalukuyan, eh, no? Pero this morning, in line with that, we will talk about family. Ayan, no? So the title of our message this morning is Family, FTB in every home. FTB in every home. Ano po ang ibig sabihin ng FTB in every home? Parang bago yan, ah. From the title itself, ang ibig sabihin lang po niyan ay being church to your home. Being a church in our home. As FTB as a church, ano ba ang layunin natin? Bakit ba tayo nag exist We exist as a church because we have something to accomplish na gusto ng Panginoon na gusto natin i-accomplish. But in order for us to accomplish that, it should start with our families. And we believe, hindi lang ito yung gusto nating ma-accomplish as a church. Ito rin po ang gustong ma-accomplish ng Panginoon in every family who compose our church. Ano yun? The Lord wants that worship and discipleship should be foundational 
in the family. Why FTB exists? FTB exists to worship God and make disciple. At yan din ang gustong gawin ng Panginoon, hindi lang sa church, kundi sa mga pamilyang bumubuo ng FTB. That's why FTB in every home. Sa binasa natin kanina sa Deuteronomy, buksan niyo po yung mga Bible sa Deuteronomy chapter 1. Dito po magagaling ating pag-aaralan. Sabi ni Moses dyan sa verse 3, In the 48th year, in, take note of that, 48th year on the first day of the 11th month. Ano pong significance ng 48th year? From Mount Sinai, it's supposed dapat 40 days lang nasa promised land na sila. Ang background po nito galing sila ng Egypt. Tama? Sa biyaya ng Panginoon, sila ay iniligtas ng Panginoon mula sa pagkakaalipin sa Egypto ng ilang taon. At ginamit ng Panginoon si Moses at nakatawid sila. Mula sa Egypt, nakatawid sila, hinati ng Panginoon yung dagat at ngayon ay malaya na sila. Pero unfortunately, dapat 40 days lang, ano nangyari? Because of fear, they disobey God. Hindi sila nagtiwala sa Diyos. Yung Diyos na nagligtas sa kanila mula sa pagkakaalipin sa Egypto ay siyang Diyos din na tutulong sa kanila para masakop nila at makuha nila ang lupang pangako. Pero natakot sila. So ano nangyari? Imbis na sumunod sa Diyos na kunin ang lupa, nag-disobey sila. So imbis na 40 days, naging 40 years. So ang kausap na ni Moses sa Deuteronomy ay yung pangalawang henerasyon na. Mga anak na po ito. Hindi na nila na-witness, baka yung iba hindi na nila na-witness kung paano hinati ng Diyos yung dagat. Pero itong henerasyon na to, gustong, gustong kausapin ng Panginoon, sabihin ng Panginoon, here, this is the law of the Lord, this is the commandment, this is what you need to do in order to live in the promised land. This is to prepare them doon sa promised land na kanilang papasukin. So parang itong pag-aaralan natin ngayon sa Deuteronomy chapter 6, is called, is, it is called Shema ng mga Hudyo. Shema. Shema means to listen, to hear. Kaya, hear O Israel, the Lord God is one. Ibig sabihin ng Shema sa mga Hebrew, hindi lang po ito just to listen. It is to obey. So ito yung commandment, foundational commandment nila that they need to do and obey a principle in order that they will leave the promised land, mag-enjoy sila doon, at mag-multiply sila greatly. At anong purpose? Yung identity nila ay ma-retain. At the same time, yung nation ng mga Hudyo ay mag-continue. This is the nation of God who fear the Lord. And as we continue to study this Deuteronomy chapter 6, dito natin matututunan yung ilang principle on how are we going to be a church in our family. Samahan niyo muna ako, tayo po ay sandaling manalangin. Panginoon, very exciting po yung aming pag-aaralan sa umagang ito. A lot of us, many of us, we don't know how to lead our families. We don't know how to worship with our families. But right now, binigyan niyo kami ng pagkakataon, not just to be reminded, but to learn from your word a principle, the principles on how are we going to be a church in our respective families. Hindi lamang po sa loob ng church, even sa loob ng aming mga tahanan, kami po ay maging church na sumasamba sa inyo. Kaya Panginoon, we ask this morning not just to give us a stable connection in our live stream, but also give us a stable heart 
and a stable connection with you. This is our prayer in Christ's name. Amen. Samahan niyo nga ako, basahin natin itong Deuteronomy. <clears throat> Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 1 to 9. Now, this is the commandment, the statutes, and the rules that the Lord your God commanded me to teach you, that you may do, do them in the land to which you are going over. ba? Papasok na sila sa promised land at last. Pero ito muna yung kailangan yung gawin. That you may fear the Lord your God. This is the commandment, that you may fear the Lord your God and your son sons. Take note of that. You and the next generations. Ang sabi niya dyan, by keeping all statutes and his commandments which I commanded you all the days of your life that your days may be long. Ito pala yung principle sa mga pamilya that we are to obey the command of the Lord so that we may enjoy life. Paano? Verse 3. Hear therefore, Israel, and be careful to do them that it may go well with you that you may multiply greatly as the Lord, the God of your fathers, has promised you in the land flowing with milk and honey. And this is the command. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your might. And these words that I command you today shall be on your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children and shall talk of them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, when you lie down, when you rise. You shall bind them as a sign on your hand and they shall be as frontless between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorpost of your house and on your gates. For us to understand itong shema na ito, na culture ng mga hudyo, uh, uh, let me quote Peter C. Craigie. Sabi niya, In Jewish thought, the text was important as fundamental teaching that God is one and thus it was the duty of every parent to know it and to teach their children this truth. Take note of that. Thus, education seen in the covenant context was to pro- propagate a faithful covenant relationship with God. Both teacher and one thought needed to be right in standing with God. That's why Jewish people, Israel, made emphasis on this Shema. Pwede nyo i-search sa Google mamaya, ano ba yung Shema na yan? But in the same manner, Hindi ba't ito rin ang gustong gawin ng Diyos sa church sa pangkasalukuyan? That we are to worship the one true God. Hear Israel, the Lord our God is one. So parang ganito, Hear O Christian, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Ano sinabi niya? We are to make disciples of nations. Matthew 28, verse 16, in context. Now the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain, to which Jesus directed them. And when they saw him, and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples. What is our purpose as Christians? Our responsibility is to make disciples. Why? Because our purpose is to glorify God and to enjoy Him forever. 
We make disciples para mas maraming tao ang makakilala sa Diyos at mag-worship sa Diyos. Tama pala ang FTB. FTB exists to worship God and make disciples. We make disciples so that many people will worship God. Wow! Biblical pala tayo. But from this principle, it is very clear that in order for us as a church to accomplish this, it should start with our families. FTB exists to worship God and make disciples. Yet, in order to accomplish this, magsimula muna tayo sa mga tahanan natin. Worship and discipleship is foundational in the family. Bakit? If family fails, the church fails. Sabi ho ni Kenneth, if the family fails, then all other institutions of society will fail. Hindi lang church. All institutions of the society will fail. The family is that basic unit of society which undergrades all else, every influence which weakens the family and makes it more difficult for it to do its job will ultimately weaken society. Kaya nga may kasabihan, if you want to change the nation, change first the families. As a church, we need to give attention to our family as well. Family is the most basic and fundamental unit in our society. Yet, this is the most neglected as well. Guilty tayo dito, mga members, mga ministers. Involved tayo sa maraming church activities. Pero pagdating sa mga pamilya natin, hindi tayo ganun ka-engaging. As a church, if we want to worship the Lord and make disciples, then we should start in our families. So the question is, how can FTB be in every home? Hello? Church? How can church be a church in every home? Two principles that we can learn from Shema or Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 4 hanggang 9. Pasahin natin ulit. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. Basically, anong ibig sabihin yan? Anong ibig sabihin yan? Worship God. Ano bang, ibig, ano bang meaning ng worship? Loving God back. Kaya love the Lord your God with all your heart. That is worship. And then tingnan natin sa verse, verse 7. You shall teach them diligently to your children. Anong ibig sabihin yan? That is discipleship. Excuse me. Ayan. <clears throat> Palit lang po ng mic. <laughs> Worship and discipleship is foundational in the family. Kitang-kita po sa Shema. Worship and discipleship. So how can FTB be, be FTB in our home? Number one. Number one principle. Worshiping God should start at home. Amen? Amen? 
Saan ba kayo nagde-devotion? Sa bahay. Saan kayo madalas? Saan kayo? Sa bahay. Saan kayo nagpe-pray? Madalas at mas maraming oras? Sa bahay. At saan ho mas natitest ang ating pananampalataya? <laughs> sa bahay. If there is a place where children can know God and learn how to worship Him, that is our home. The family is one of or not the greatest reflections of the gospel we have. If not the greatest reflection of the gospel we have. Sadly, marami sa atin sobrang engaging sa maraming activities. Whether that is a church or a career o marami pang bagay. Pero yung pagbibigay ng atensyon sa ating mga pamilya, dito tayo nag-fail. Family, ito po yung ating parang testing ground kung saan nag-grow ang ating pananampalataya at natitest. Sino ang mas nakakaalam maliban sa Panginoon na ikaw ay tunay na mananampalataya? Ang nakakakita niyan ay ang asawa mo, mga anak mo, kapitbahay mo, maging ang aso niyo. Yes! <laughs> Sino yung mga aso dyan? Meron pong isang lalaki no, na tuwing umuwi siya ng bahay, sinisipa niya yung aso, tapos lasenggo. Lasenggo. So araw-araw, lasing, tapos uwi ng bahay, sisipa niya yung aso niya. Isang araw, kinagat siya ng aso. Yung aso niya, kinagat siya. Alam niyo kung bakit? Sabi ng aso, hindi to amo ko. Ano yung bakit? Kristiyano na kasi. <laughs> Hindi na siya sinisipa. <laughs> so, so, ibig sabihin, kahit aso, alam kung Kristiyano tayo o hindi. <laughs> Nag-gets niyo ba yung joke ko? <laughs> Hindi, no? <laughs> okay lang yan yan. Ha? Mali delivery. <laughs> ibig sabihin po, madaling mag-serve, madaling maging Christian kapag nasa labas tayo. Pero kapag kasama na natin yung pamilya natin, yan. Hello? Kamusta tayo? Kamusta tayo? Alam nyo ba, itong command na ito, hindi lang ito command just to teach our children. It is a command that should see in us. Bakit kaya yung command ng Lord, you shall love me with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your might, and you shall teach this to your children. Bakit yun yung command na kinuman ng Lord na nagawin natin at ituro natin sa mga anak natin? Kasi ito yung command na visible. Hindi mo lang siya ituturo, kundi nakikita ng ibang tao kung talagang mahal mo ba ang Diyos. Meaning, our children can say, ay, yung nanay ko, yung tatay ko, love niyan si Lord. Kung ilalagay po ninyo ang sarili ninyo sa inyong mga anak, paano kaya ikikwento ng mga anak nyo sa kanilang mga kaibigan on how are you, the way you worship? Sasabihin kaya, sasabihin kaya nila ganito, ah, yung mama at papa ko, ganito silang mag-worship. Yeah. May ganun kaya silang makikwento? Sasabihin kaya nila, ay, yung mama ko, gumigising ng 4am yun, nagdi-devotion. Yung papa ko, grabe, alam mo, kahit naguhugas ng pinggan, umawit yun. Here I am to worship. Naglalabo, huh? nag-worship yung papa ko. Ganun kaya? Sabi ho ng Psalms 1, 1 to 3, 
Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. He, he is like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in its season, its leaf does not wither, and all that he does, he prospers. Ang ibig sabihin, the man who delights in the word of God, God blesses. Yung pala yun. Yung isang mananampalataya na may pag-ibig sa salita ng Diyos, binibless ng Lord. Pero how can our family be blessed if our family don't love the Word of God? So meaning, it is our responsibility to teach our children the truths about Scripture and to follow His teachings. They need instruction. Hindi po yan gigising ang mga anak natin paggising. Ah! Ito pala yung Bible. Hindi. Kailangan nating tulungan yung isa't isa. Even in our families. Tinangin yung command. Verse 7 ng Shema, Deuteronomy chapter 6. Verse 7. You shall teach them diligently to your children. Take note. Diligently. Kanino? Kanino po? To your children. So, sino ang kausap? Sino ang kausap? Siyempre, kung to your children, siyempre hindi yung children to children. Ano yun? Obviously, parents to children. So, kaninong responsibility po ito? Kanino po? Kanino po? Ayun. Parents. So, parents. Help your children to understand what is the purpose of their lives. The purpose of their lives is to glorify God and enjoy Him forever. Kapag naintindihan po yun ng mga anak natin, they will live their life according to God's Word and they will live their life to the fullest. Hindi fullest. <laughs> Full. Hindi po, hindi ko kabaliwan. Kundi, Buhay na masagana na may takot sa Diyos. Church programs, church activities is good. Okay yan. Ginagawa natin yan. As a church, nakakatulong yun. Pero hindi po niyan mapapalitan ang responsibility ng mga parents to lead their children and their family. Yes, your children can stay at church for four hours once a week. Pero hindi po niyan mapapalitan yung oras na kayang ibigay ng isang magulang. Sabi ni Charles Spurgeon, Let no Christian parents fall into the delusion that Sunday school is intended to ease them of their personal duties. The first and most natural condition of things is for Christian parents to train up their own children and to nurture and admonition of the Lord. That's why, in corporate worship, we encourage everyone to worship the Lord with our families. Diba dati yung youth ministry natin, hapon, tapos umaga, may corporate. Nilagay natin ng Saturday para yung mga youth nakakasama sa atin pag Sunday. And then we worship together. At maganda nga kung kasama pa yung kids for some time, pwede rin. We worship as a family. At itong pandemic, napakaganda nitong pandemic actually dapat. Pero ano nangyayari sa mga bahay? Yes, they worship the Lord as a family. Amen! Pero pagpunta mo sa bahay, kanya-kanyang gadget. Ayan. 
kanya-kanyang oras. Si Bunso, 4pm. Si tatay, mga 11 na kasi may trabaho pa. Si mama, bukas na lang kasi mamamalengke pa. Nagwa-worship nga sa family, pero kanya-kanya. Paano naging pamilya yun? Di ba mas maganda kung meron kayong malaking TV, no? Livestream tayo. Kaya nga nag-livestream tayo, hindi tayo recording eh. Kahit hirap na hirap ng equipment natin, yung multimedia natin, hirap na hirap na. Pero livestream tayo. Kasi iba yung magkakasama sabay-sabay na nagpupuri sa Panginoon. And lalo na with our families. Try natin. Kung may laptop, laptop. Tapos sabay-sabay kayo. As if parang nasa church, we worship. Ito yung tanong. Parents, gaano po tayo kahanda nitong pandemic? Pinapakita lamang nito na hindi tayo handa. Kasi our worship at church is just the manifestation of how the way we worship at home. Nung nawala yung church, pati worship nawala. <laughs> Kasi sa bahay pala hindi nasimulan. So question, how are you on leading your family into worship? Ito ang ganda nitong psalm na to. Psalm 127 verse 3 to 4. Behold, children are the heritage from the Lord. Blessing ng Lord yan na magkaroon ng pamilya. The fruit of the womb's reward. At ang ganda nung ginamit niyang illustration. Like arrows in the land of a warrior, in the hand of a warrior are the children of one's youth. Yung mga anak daw natin, wala pa po anak ah. Yung mga anak nyo po <laughs> ay parang araw. Tapos sino may hawak? Parent, syempre. At anong parent? Warrior. Ang galing. Sa so sabi ng Psalms, parents are warrior and their children are their arrows. Syempre, bago ka pumunta sa gera at ipana, ang gagawin mo, yung mga palaso, pinapatulis mo yun. Hinahanda mo, inire-ready mo yun. Ito ang ibig sabihin ng Bible. It is like an arrows that we throw or shoot to the world, to the darkness of this world. We advance the kingdom of God sa pamamagitan ng mga anak natin. Nakikita niyo yung picture? It is the families of God who advance the kingdom of God sa pamamagitan ng kanilang mga anak. Pero ang tanong, Gaano ho kahanda yung mga anak bago ho mapunta sa mundo? Meron ba silang sa- sapat na antena or discernment to know what right from wrong? If there is a place where children can know God and learn how to worship Him, that is our home. Bago ho lumabas ang mga anak sa mundo, tinitrain niyan sa bahay. Tinitrain sa pamamagitan ng salita ng Panginoon. Para paglabas nila ng bahay, handa sila. Bigyan ko kayo ng practical tip. Ito, very effective po ito. And I praise God kasi yung FTB, sinimulan ito ng FTB. This is what we call family altar. Anong ginagawa pag family altar? As a family, we intentionally set aside a time as a family to worship together, to do devotion, to pray, and to praise. 
Ito, maaaring iba-iba to sa mga pamilya, pero ang principle, magsiset kayo ng, ng time, aside from Sunday, kunyari, Friday night, you go together, siguro, 7pm, then Bible study. Parents, hindi po kinakailangan expert kay sa Bible. Kwetiji, wala ko alam sa Bible. Hindi po kailangan expert. As a family, you read God's Word together. A chapter. Pag binuksan niyo yung chapter, tanongin niyo yung anak niyo. Anak, anong naintindihan mo? Anak, paano kaya natin to i-apply sa ating mga buhay? Di ba? Kapag as a family, you pray together, natuturuan niyo rin yung mga anak niyo mag-pray. Ah, ganun pala mag-pray. Hindi lang pala pehengi noon. Kundi pag nagpipray, pinagpipray din yung ibang mga tao. Nakikita natin yung advantage kapag naging intentional tayo dito. Pwedeng mag-iba yan as your, your children grow, pero ang principle ay magiging intentional tayo to set aside as a family to study God's word, word together, to worship God together. And this will lead us to our second point. How can FTB... Be FTB in every home. Number one, worship starts at home. Number two, making disciples should be practiced at home. Talaga ba, TJ? Paano yun? Sasharan ko ng gospel yung anak ko, magpa-follow up kami, lesson one to five, ganun ba yun? Hindi po, tignan natin ha. Ano pa sinasabi ng Bible dito? Deuteronomy chapter 4 verse 10. About the day you stood in the presence of the Lord your God at Mount Sinai, when He said to me, Assemble the people, I want them to hear what I have to say. Anong sinasabi ng Lord? So that they will learn to obey me as long as they live. And so that they will teach their children to do the same. We teach our children so that our children for their children's, future children's, they will do the same. That is basically discipleship. Tama? We lead someone to the Lord and this someone, when he grows into the Lord, maglilid siya ng someone ulit to the Lord. That is discipleship. At dapat pala, unang nangyayari yan at napapractice yan sa ating mga tahanan, sa mga anak. Whom is the tilling ground of our discipleship for the next generation. If we don't disciple our children, sino magdi-disciple? The world will. If you don't disciple your children, the world will disciple your children. It is important that we make this responsibility seriously. Kailangan natin itong i-take seriously. If you don't disciple your children, the world will. Each day, your children are exposed to messages from our culture kung paano ba dapat sila yung itsura nila, kung paano sila dapat magsalita, mag-isip, at kumilos. At habang sila ay lumalaki, nag-i-increase din yung exposure na yun. That's why we need to be intentional in discipling our family to help our children learn how to walk with Christ in an immoral world. Ang masama pa dito, batang-bata pa yung mga anak, exposed agad sa mga gadgets. Ginagawang yaya at yayo 
ang mga gadget. Eh, hindi nababantayan. Eh, paano pag nagbubukas ng social media, anong-anong nakikita na papanood niya dun? Ano-anong mga natututunan niya dun? Kaya parang pansin natin, no? Kala natin maganda. Pero pansin nyo, hindi na kayo nire-respeto ng mga anak ninyo. Dahil babad sila sa social media, feeling nila, mas matalino sila sa mga magulang nila. Ma, hindi ganyan yan, may. Pa, hindi ganyan yan, pay. Baliktad tuloy. Is that the way the Lord wants us to lead our family? Ganun ba yung order? Children, parents, you are to obey your children. <laughs> parents, whether you like it or not, you are discipling your children. Hindi nagkataon na ang paborito mong uh, player sa PBA, LJ, ay Hinebra. Hinebra ka ba? Maaring, kaya paborito yung Hinebra kasi bata ka pa, yung tatay mo, paboritong paborito yung Hinebra. Ibig sabihin, in one way or another, dinisciple tayo ng mga magulang natin. Kung ano tayo ngayon. Ibig sabihin, mga magulang, intentional ka na sa pagdi-disciple. Anong kailangan natin gawin? Maging intentional tayo sa pagdi-disciple ng tama. Your conduct as parents influences the way children think they need to become. Nalala ko nung bata pa ako pag tinitignan ko yung mga pinsan ko, mga matatanda pumupunta sa bahay, inisip ko, ah, ganyan din kaya ako paglaki ko. Ay si Papa, ganyan din kaya ako paglaki ko. Kasi yung mga bata, they learn from observation. Kung anong nakikita nila, yun ang gagawin nila. Parents, you are the model of your children. Kaya ganyan magdamit yan. Sino nagturo dyan? Ikaw ang salamin yan. Di ba? Para kang nakatingin sa salamin pag tinitignan mo yung mga anak nyo. Kasi ikaw yun eh. Ikaw ang gumagawa kung ano magiging anong itsura ng anak nyo. Regardless, you will not be intentional or be intentional. You are already discipling your children. And we need to disciple our children in God's way. Kids love to do what they see their parents do. Tama? Ginagaya lang tayo ng mga, ginagaya lang kayo ng mga anak nyo. They see you in your walk in Christ and that contributes to the formation of their walk in Christ. Yung nanay-tatay ko, kristyano eh. Gusto ko rin maging katulad ng nanay-tatay ko na pagiging kristyano. Di ba dapat ganun? If your children don't have a desire to follow God, to follow Jesus, kaninong responsibilidad yun? Kung wala silang ganang sumunod sa Diyos, kaninong responsibilidad yun? Hindi po ng school. At hindi rin po ng society. Huwag nating sisihin yung iba. The Bible says, the parents. Dahil wala namang nagturo sa atin kung ano ang importance ng family. Dahil hindi alam ng mundo ang principle. Kapag may problem sa mga gadget ninyo, sira ang iPhone nyo, saan kayo pupunta? Sa Apple Care. 
Kapag sira ang Toyota nyo, yung sasakyan nyo, saan kayo pupunta? Sa Toyota. Kapag may problem sa buhay natin, saan tayo pumupunta? And that is the problem. We don't go to the Bible. We go to the world. No wonder. No wonder. Ganito ang itsura ng ating lipunan. Sinasabi ng Bible, we need to go back to our Bibles. To the Word of God. And this starts in our home. Paulit-ulit na ine-emphasize ng Bible ang importance ng family. Basahin natin, Psalm 78, verse 5 to 7. He established a testimony in Jacob and appointed a law in Israel which He commanded our fathers. Anong command ng Panginoon? To teach to their children that the next generation might know them. The children yet unborn. Nakita natin ang pagtuturo ng salita ng Panginoon nagsisimula sa mga magulang, sa kanilang mga anak, at sa mga anak, magiging anak ng kanilang mga anak. Arise and tell them to their children so that they should set their hope in God and not forget the works of God but keep His commandments. Ito ang layunin ng Diyos sa bawat pamilya. God's plan for a family is a spiritual heritage where you can really enjoy life by following the Lord. Binigyan tayo ng principle ng Panginoon. The problem is we measure our success differently. Paano mo measure na ikaw ay isang successful na asawa? Na husband? Na wife? Na parents? Na father? Na mother? Baka ang iba sa inyo sasabihin, ako, successful parent ako. Basta, may makain yung pamilya ko. Di ba? Tama? Basta, may bahay kami. May damit na sinusot yung mga anak ko. Nakakapasok sila sa school, sa magagandang eskwelahan. As long as they don't get in trouble, I did a good job. Pero alam nyo, iba ang standard ng Bible. The Bible says, we measure our success. We are a successful family. A parents, if your children love the Lord. If your kids don't love the Lord, kahit gano pa kaganda yung ginagawa mo, it's nonsense. 90% of our youth today, kapag nag-college na, lalabas ng bahay, at the same time, nawawala na rin sa church. Bakit? Kaninong responsibilidad ulit yun? Kaninong responsibilidad ulit yun? Parents, the primary responsible is fathers. Mga tatay, low po, low. Kayo po ang pastor ng inyong mga tahanan. At ang inyong mga asawa, ang inyong assistant pastor. Yan. <laughs> At ang, ang congregation ninyo ay ang inyong mga anak. You are the little church to your families. FTB, fathers, parents, you are the little church to your families. 
it is a foolish thing things to think that if I am a believer, my children are believer as well. Hindi po. Saan ba natin natututunan yung mga kalokohan? Sa bahay o sa school? Saan po? Hindi ko sinasabing wag na kayong pumasok sa school. Pero obviously, walang matinong magulang ang magtuturo ng kalokohan sa kanyang mga anak sa loob ng tahanan. Wala kang maririnig na tatay, anak, halika dito. Simula ngayong araw, tuturoan kita kung paano mag-enjoy sa pornography. Walang ganun. Ibig sabihin, this is the home, is the basic entity and fundamental. Kung ito ay basic and fundamental, then worship and discipleship is fundamental in our family. Bago natin i-release yung mga anak natin, yung mga anak nyo sa school, have you provide enough antenna for them to know what is biblical and unbiblical? Worship starts at home. And how are they going to worship the Lord? We are to disciple our family. Many young people today are not trained. Kaya pala yung lipunan natin, ganito. Kasi hindi ho naturuan ng maayos ng magulang. Mga kabataan ngayon, mess up. Why? Wala silang standard. etong sinasabi ko po, no, hindi po ito theory. Ito po ay proven. Ito po ay totoong nangyayari. Please listen. Ito po ay totoong nangyayari. Bigyan ko po kayo ng example, no? Hindi po ito problema sa kasalukuyan. Problema ito noon pa. Kaya buti na lang pinag-aaralan natin ulit ngayon for us to be reminded. Judges chapter 2 verse 7 to 10. Ito po yung isang magandang example na nangyayari. And the people served the Lord all the days of Joshua. Diyan muna tayo. All the people in the days of Joshua. Sino yan? Mga, mga tao sa panahon ni Joshua. First generation. Second, and all the days of elders who outlived Joshua. Ibig sabihin, nawala na yung, 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 yung time ni Joshua, pero yung generation na sumunod kay Joshua, ito yung mga elders na second generation. Nakakuha natin? And what happened to the third generation? And that all that generation also were gathered to their fathers, and there arose another generation after them who did not know the Lord or the work that He had done for Israel. Eto ang naging problema. Yung panahon ni Joshua, disciple yung mga anak. Pero yung mga anak na ito, hindi nag-disciple. So ano nangyari? Yung sumunod na henerasyon, hindi kilala ang Diyos. So, ano nangyari? Ito nangyari, verse 11. And the people of Israel did was evil in the sight of the Lord and served the Baals and they abandoned the Lord, the God of their fathers who had brought them out of the land of Egypt. They went after other gods from among the gods of the peoples who were around them and bowed down to them and they provoked the Lord to anger. 
they abandon the Lord. Dalawang beses sinabi dyan, they abandon the Lord. Hindi ba ito din ang nangyayari sa kasalukuyan? Because parents failed to disciple their families. Bigyan ko po kayo ng isang statistics po. No? Ito, Philippine statistics po ito. Sa, sa Pilipino culture po ito. Huwag po kayo magugulat, pero ito po. 2006 statistics pa lang ito. How much more this 2020? Pero sabi dyan sa statistics, sa mga kabataan sa panahon ngayon, casual sex, okay. 40%. Pataas yan ang pataas. Primarital sex sa mga kabataan ngayon, 50%. Okay. Okay lang daw. Abortion, 55%. Okay. Prostitution, yes. May mga kabataan po, binibenta yung kanilang sarili para makapag-aral. Pero para sa kanila, nakakapag-aral ako. It's okay. Tinan nyo, drunk, 60%. Okay. Homosexuality, okay. Hindi ba alarming ito? Kaya sabi ho ni Vody Baucham, parents, God called you to disciple your children at home so that they won't look like the culture around us. If don't, they will look like the culture and the community of God will vanish before your eyes. Do you want to see churches died? Yung mga churches na naging restaurant, mga churches na naging bar, mga churches na naging museum, huwag tayo mag-disciple. Do you want to see FTB die? Then don't teach your children God's word. According to statistics as well, maraming polls, maraming statistics, wala pa rin tatalo sa Alaska. <laughs> wala pa rin tatalo sa magulang. Sabi ng statistics, parents are the most influential people in the lives of their children. Ibig sabihin, kung meron mang mag influence sa kanilang mga anak, that is who? Sino po? Parents. Sino po? Kaya nga po, ang bigat ng, ng, ano eh, ng requirement ng Lord, kung meron pong someone na magpapastor or who want to be used in the full-time capacity or gusto mag-serve sa Lord in church leadership, ito po ang requirement ng Panginoon. 1 Timothy 3, 4-5 He must manage his own family well and see that his children obey him and he must do so in a manner of worthy of full respect. If anyone does not know how to manage his own family, how can he take care of God's church? Ibig sabihin po, napaka-intentional ng Diyos sa ating mga pamilya. Home is the tilling ground of our discipleship for the next generation. Sadly, many church leaders who love the Lord and faithfully serving the Lord, yet their children don't love the Lord. It is foolish to think that as parents, just because you followed Christ, your children will become followers of Christ as well. Mga parents, hindi po ibig sabihin na umaatin ang mga anak nyo sa church ay mga kristyano na sila. 
hindi rin po, baka ikaw, umahatin ka ng church, ay kristyano ka na. That's why God commanded us to intentionally disciple our children. Balikan natin yung passage na pinag-aaralan natin. No? Hear Israel, the Lord our God is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. And this thing shall be on your heart. And you shall teach this diligently to your children. And you shall teach them as you walk by the way, as you sit, as you lie down, when you rise. Ibig sabihin, it is a walk of life. Parents or families, no matter how busy you are, please prioritize discipling your children. It may require to give up something sa inyo, something good, but it's okay if that is for God's best. And no, hindi mo kailangan maging expert. Just open your Bible Read it with your kids. If they have question, point them to God's word and search out His word together. See, family discipleship as a way of life, not a program. TJ, another activity na naman yan. Hindi po. Ang sabi ng Bible, oh, as a way of life. Kanina, di ba, sinerko, mag-set aside ng oras, pero hindi lang yun. Actually, pwede ho tayong magturo ng salita ng Panginoon every moments of our lives. Ang danger kapag ganito ang isip natin, activity or program, tinuturuan natin ang mga anak natin to isolate God in their lives. For example, nakikita ng mga anak mo, nagsisimba kayo every Sunday. Pero Monday to Saturday, ala, wala kayo pakialam sa Diyos. Or even sa gabi, nagde-devotion kayo araw-araw. Pero umaga hanggang hapon, hala, <laughs> hindi kayo kristyano. Meaning it is a way of life. Kahit naguhugas ka ng plato, nanonood ng Netflix yung anak mo, anak, anong pinapanood mo? Ay alam mo ba anak? Ganyan din ang ginawa ni Jesus Christ. He gave His life to us. Ay, alam mo ba anak? Nasa Bible din yan. Ah, papa, Papa, ano pong ibig sabihin ng sex? Ah, ito yan anak. Sabi ng salita ng Panginoon, ini-enjoy ito sa loob ng marriage. Nakita nyo? Every moment of life, we need to capture it. Hindi lang yung sinet na oras. Maganda yun. Pero it is every moment of our lives. Natural sa you. Kaya nga sabi dito, And these words that I command you today shall be on your heart as parents. Dapat ikaw muna. Hindi sinasabi ng Bible na maging hipokrito tayo. Sabi daw ng Bible, nakikita ko ng anak ko, model ako ng anak ko, gagayain ako. Sige, mag-worship ako sa Lord. Pero yung worship mo, hindi tama. Napipilitan ka lang. <laughs> hindi ho natin madadaya ang mga bata. Kahit mga bata yan, alam nila kung totoo yan o hindi. Kung nakikita ng mga tao sa paligid natin, how you love the, the Lord that will influence their lives. Kapag pumunta ba ang mga kaibigan ng mga anak mo sa bahay niyo, ano kaya makikita nila? Ayan si TJ, proud ako dyan. Kung laude yan. Ay si DJ, ano yan? Artista yan? <laughs> O ang makikita ng mga, ng mga kaibigan, ah, si TJ, blessed ako sa anak ko na yan. 
Salamat sa Panginoon. Lahat papuri sa Lord. Ganun kaya inaikita ng mga kaibigan na anak natin, no? Na you love the Lord more than sa accomplishments na nagagawa ng mga anak mo o ng pamilya mo. Kapag ganun po ang ating puso, we are rearing our children for God's glory. Question, how am I discipling my children for the glory of God? To be intentional, bigyan ko kayo ng tip ulit, another tip to disciple our family. You are serving the Lord right now? Why not join your child to serve the Lord? Ushering ka? Sama mo, tabi kayo. Usher kayo. Pag nasa work ka, nagsishare ka ng gospel, isama mo yung anak mo. Anak, alam mo ba, nagsishare ko ng gospel sa office. Ganito yan, anak. Wow, ganun ni Papa. Apologetic pala yung Papa ko. Alam mo yun? I-involve natin yung family natin in serving the Lord. Especially in winning people to Christ. Bakit? Ayaw nyo ba na makita ang anak ninyo na nagsuserve sa Panginoon? Sinong parent dito ang ayaw na nakikita ang anak ninyo nagsuserve? Ayaw ko, TJ. Ayaw ko nasa church anak ko. Ayaw ko. Meron mong ganun dito? As a church, we need to see our families doing worship and discipleship together. Because, una, kumanyon ng Panginoon. Kailangan nating sundin. Pangalawa, kalooban yon ng Panginoon sa bawat pamilya. Worship and discipleship is foundational in the family. Kapag hindi natin ginawa ito, another generation will be lost. And worse, that generation is your family. Someone will share his testimony to us this morning. Itong taong ito, very close sa heart ko. Hindi ko nga expected na siya pala yung magta-testimony. Nagulat na lang po ako. Pero I'm blessed sa testimony na, na isi-share niya sa atin. I, I hope ma-bless din kayo. He will share to us how did the Lord change his family and how they as family preserve to fear the Lord and serve the Lord as a family. Let's watch this testimony. Let's hear this testimony from Brother Aljon. Magandang umaga, FTV. Ako po si Aljon Laborte at narito po ko ngayon para magbigay sa inyo ng maikling testimony kung paano binago ng Panginoon ng aming pamilya. Yung family ko po ay is a religious family. So, lumaki po kaming relihiyoso at sumusunod sa mga panumpunin ng simbahan, pinag-uutos ng Diyos. Uh, sa kutanayan po, nung ako'y nasa elementary, uh, naglingkod po ako bilang sakristan dun sa kapilya na aming kinabibilangan sa probinsya. Siguro mabot din po yun ng tatlong taon. At yun yung aking kinakabalahan tuwing summer at tuwing Pasko. Kinukompleto uh, ko nga yung ano nun eh, yung simbang gabi. Kasi sabi, kapag nakompleto mo yun, merong, pwede, merong wish mo na matutupad. Kaya yun yung aking naging goal nun eh. Uh, dumipas ang panahon, lumipat din kami dito sa Manila. Natigil yung aking paglilingkod sa bilang sakristan dahil hindi naman ako napabilang sa isang parokya. <clears throat> uh, ako po, lumaki po ko religyosong tao dahil naniniwala ako noon na 
Kailangan kong gumawa ng mabuti sa hindi naman pinigugutos ng Diyos upang ako'y kanyang tanggapin. Kaya po, mainit ang ulo ko sa mga taong hindi nagsisimba o kinasusuklaman ko yung mga taong uh, may bisyo, gumagawa ng masasama sa kanilang kapwa. Kasi para sa akin, yun yung, ano eh, yun yung mga dahilan para hindi ka maging katanggap-tanggap sa paningin ng Diyos. Yung pagawa mo ng mga bagay na yun, eh, magdudulot sa'yo para itaboy ka niya sa kanyang pamilya. Kaya, <clears throat> sa totoo nun, isa yung kuya ko na sa kanainisan ko kasi nga di siya nagsisimba din nun. Uh, siguro pupunta lang siya tuwing singgam, simbang gabi kasi dun yung maraming mga ano, may mga may pagkilala siya sa mga alam mo nyo na. <laughs> uh, pero dumating din naman yung panahon na naging uh, maloko din akong bata nung high school dahil nga napasama ako sa mga kaibigan ko. Even though na sa section man ako nun, eh, maroon din man ako gumawa ng mga kalokohan nun. Natuto din ako sa aking mga kaibigan. Kaya mabuti sa punto na ano, pakiramdam ko ang layo ko na sa Panginoon, pakiramdam ko hindi na ako magiging katanggap-tanggap sa Kanya dahil nga doon sa mga ginagawa kong kalokohan nung ako yung nasa high school nun. Uh, yung family ko, we are not a perfect family. Uh, yung parents ko po noon, madalas po silang mag-away. Hindi ko rin po alam kung ano yung mga reason kung ba't sila nag-aaway. Pero natutunghayan ko yun. Yung kuya ko nga dati, may, nagkaroon siya ng peklat sa noo dahil natalsikan siya ng bubog. Nung nagahagisan na ng gamit yung mama at papa ko noon. Um, kaya may, lumaki din akong nagkaroon ng sama na loob sa akin papa kasi sa din ako sa madalas niyang mapagbuntung, mapagbuntungan ng galit noon. Pero nung time na nawala siya, naramdaman ko rin yung tagok sa aming pamilya. Yung sunod-sunod na pagsubok kasi si Papa po yung breadwinner namin nun eh. Siya yung nagtataguyod ng aming business, yung pagsasaging sa palengke. Wala nung nawala siya, eh, hindi na rin pagpatuloy yung business. Nawalan kami ng source ng income. Kaya umabot din po sa punto na <clears throat> naputulan na kami ng kuryente. Pinapalayas na kami ng aming landowner. Kaya nga, nagkaroon ako ng galit nun sa Panginoon. Kasi nung nakikita kong wala kaming kuryente, tumutuloy yung isa may sa tuwing umuulan. Nagkasakit si mama, nakaratay lang siya sa higaan nun. Siguro dahil puro maaalat yung kinakain namin, nagkaroon siya ng UTI. Uh, lugaw, champarado, doon na lang kami nagkakasya nun para lang masurvive namin yung araw-araw. Mabot sa punta na nagkaroon ako ng galit sa Panginoon, sinisi ko siya. Sabi ko, Lord, bakit, bakit parang ang, uh, ang saklap ng buhay namin? Bakit parang pinagkaitan kami? Bakit namin nararanasan kung paghihirap na ito? Maraming question, maraming maraming doubts na puno ng galit yung puso ko. I started to doubt about the Lord, about my faith. That time I feel so lost. Isang araw, umuwi si Kuya, galing siya ng youth camp. Nakita ko yung pagbabago. Nagulat na lang kasi ako nun habang kumakain kami, bigla siyang sabi niya, bago tayo kumain, pwede pang manalangin muna tayo. 
Pag-pray natin yung ating pagkain. <clears throat> Striking sa akin kasi hindi naman usual yun. Hindi naman siyang usual na nagdadasal. And <clears throat> yung mga time na kumakanta siya ng worship song sa bahay man, na natutunan niya sa camp, hindi rin usual eh. Nakita ko yung unti-unting pagbabago sa kanya. Nakita ko kung paano siya binago ng Lord. Kaya noong time na inibitahan niya kami, umaten sa FTV. Hindi ako nagdalawang isip. Sabi ko, sige nga, subukan natin. Ano ba tong grupo na to na kinabilangan ni Kuya na nagdulot sa kanya na magbago ng ganito? <clears throat> Doon ko na-experience yung pag-aawitan, yung how FTV do their worship service, kung paano nangangaral lang ng FTV sa pam- mula sa Biblia. Siguro yun yung time na umpisa na rin mabuksan yung aking spiritual eyes and spiritual ears. Karoon ako ng thirst na isipin, i-consider ano bang nangyari sa relationship ko sa Panginoon. Ano bang gusto kong mangyari sa relationship ko sa Panginoon. So may one time na habang mag-isa ako sa bahay, I started to read the gospel tracts. started to wonder anong meron anong meron sa Bible anong meron sa salita ng Panginoon na kaya magbago ng buhay ng tao lumipas yung panahon <clears throat> uh, my brother again invited me to church sa FTB yung event po nun ay friend day so I attended the friend day and that time Kumbaga, parang nag-culminate lahat ng mga katanungan ko eh. Sinagot ng Lord yung katanungan ko na kailangan ko bang gumawa ng mabuti o katanggap-tanggap pa ba ako sa Panginoon sa kabila ng aking mga ginagawa? Striking yung message because Pastor Korea told that time, said that time na the Lord accepts us in whatever, in whatever, whatever situation we are in. The Lord accepts us kahit ganang tayo karumi. He considers us His friends. Because He laid down His life for us. I realized na <clears throat> ako yung lumalayo sa Panginoon. I realized that it was me who ran away from God. I realized that it was my sin <clears throat> yung dahilan kung bakit wala akong relationship sa Panginoon. That time, I surrendered everything. My doubts, my fears, my anger. I started to trust the Lord. I started to have faith in Him. And I started to have faith in His offer na ang sinumang mananampalataya sa Kanya ay magkakaroon ng buhay na walang hanggan. That was so clear to me. Para bang ang Panginoon mismo ang nangungusap sa akin. Many years have passed by Lumipas ang panahon, uh, we serve the Lord through FTB. And we, ang prayer namin nun ay, sana yung mga kapatid ko, sana si Mama ay makasama din namin sumamba sa Panginoon. And marami pang nangyari sa buhay namin, maraming ups and downs sa kuya ko, sa akin. But, lumating yung panahon that nakatagpuan ko na lang yung aking pamilya. Nagtagpuan na lang namin ang aming sarili bilang isang pamilya na sama-samang umaten, umaten ng worship service. 
realize that sa hinabahaba ng Panginoon, panahon, the Lord answered our prayers. Na kami bilang isang pamilya ay, nadarating yung panahon na kami bilang isang pamilya ay sama-samang sasamba, sama-samang naawit, sama-samang mananampalataya sa Kanya, sama-samang mag-aaral ng Kanyang salita. And that was so, uh, nakakataba ng puso. Nakita ko yung aking pamilya na sumasaba sa Lord. Yung mga kapatid ko na nagmi-ministry. Si Mama na uma-attend ng aming worship service. Nakikinig sa kanyang salita. Nagbabasa ng Bible. Sobrang nagpapasalamat ako sa Panginoon. Dahil hindi niya pinabayaan ng aming pamilya. Sa kabila ng aming mga pagsubok na pinagdaanan. Sa kabila ng maraming reason para kami magkaroon, mawalan ng pananampalataya sa Panginoon, niridim niya kami. Sinib niya kami dun sa lusak na aming kinalalagyan. At nandito kami ngayon, even though we are experiencing this pandemic, hindi kami nagkulang. The Lord provided for our needs. And we are full of hope as a family. Dahil alam namin na hindi kami nag-iisa sa aming paglalakbay sa buhay na to. The Lord is with us. At itataguyod niya kami hanggang sa kanyang muling pagbabalik. Hanggang sa dumating yung araw na siya ay aming makakasama. And I'm grateful to the Lord dahil sinagot niya ang aming panalangin sa kanyang biyaya. Sama-sama kaming sasamba at patuloy na maglilingkod sa pamamagitan ng pamilya ng FTP. Maraming salamat. Maraming salamat, Aljon. As he has mentioned, no, we are not perfect family. Hindi po inihintay ng Diyos na kailangan. Kabisado mo yung Bible before you can start. We can start right now. How do we want to see our family change? How do we want to see our family worship the Lord and making disciple? We should start today. Formal, informal, it doesn't matter. As long as this is our heart, we love the Lord. And as we love the Lord, as our love for the Lord, we want also to see our families loving the Lord. Mga kabataan, akala nyo para sa parents lang ito eh, no? Hindi kayo exempted. You are not to command your 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 parents to obey the Lord, no. But you are to set an example. Hindi mananampalataya ang magulang nyo, it's okay. Sabi ng Bible, let no one despise for your youth, but set the believers an example in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, and in purity. The same manner with our parents, this is our way of life. Our way of life to worship the Lord and make disciple. Paano natin ito sisimulan? Last tip. Last tip. Siguro, paninisip nyo, paano kaya sisimulan? Kaya TJ, parang hirap niyan. We can start with baby steps. Yung paborito ko yung term, baby steps. Paunti-unti. Simulan natin ngayon. Kasama ako doon. Gagawa tayo ng camping. How can FTB be in every family? Let's start as a family eat dinner together. 
Narinig niyo ako? <laughs> Hindi lang dinner. Let's have a meal together. Tanggalin natin yung gadget. Tanggalin muna natin yung TV. Kasi doon sa time na nagkumakain kayo ng sama-sama, sabay-sabay, you are already discipling your children. Kasi doon nakakapagkamustahan kayo, nakakapag-usap kayo. Mahirap, oo. Pero bilang mga parents, you are the authority of your home. Fathers, start it. Mothers, start it. Children, obey your parents. Gano'ng kaganda na makita ang FTB in our family, worshiping the Lord and making disciples. Let me end with these four questions. How is my personal worship with my family? Paano ka nagwo-worship sa Lord with your family? Nahihiya ka ba? Ikaw ba yung nahihiya na pag nagde-deb, uy, yun na si mama. Ay, yung anak ko, makikita ko nagwo-worship. Hindi, wag natin ikahiya. It's a way of life. Nagwo-worship ka. Isama mo anak mo. Anak, may ginagawa ka ba? Tara, kanta tayo sa Lord. <laughs> Di ba? What makes discipling in the family difficult? Tsaka yung nahihirapan. Time? Make time. Huwag tayo magantay ng oras. Gawan natin ng oras. Be intentional. Number three, how do I want to see the next generation of my family will worship the Lord and will make disciples? How do you see your, your apo? Yung mga kapo-apuhan? Hindi ba nakakaglad yun? Na bilang isang family, hanggang sa kaapo-apuhan mo, they are serving the Lord. Mamili ka. Pamilya kayo na oh, oh, mga magnanakaw. <laughs> o pamilyang may takot sa Diyos. Pamilyang naglilingkod sa Panginoon. Dati nga parang ang pangarap ko lang, Lord, makita ko lang yung nanay ko, kasama ko sa simbahan, pwede mo na akong kunin. <laughs> Totoo po yun, tinagpray ko po yun. Eh, hindi niya ako kinuha. Ngayon, nagkaroon ako ng connection sa makamag-anak ko. Hello po, mga tita, mga tito. They're watching right now. Binigyan ako ng another mission ng Lord to reach out my extended family naman. Mga pinsan ko, mga tito ko, mga tita ko. Yun yung burden na binigay ng Lord. And lastly, how well do I encourage and equip those in my ministry to do so? Yung mga kasama ko sa church, how are we going to 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 encourage one another na hindi lang sa church maging sa mga bahay natin active tayong nagsuserve sa Lord by discipling our family. Tayo po ay manalangin. Panginoon, thank you Lord for giving us this principle. A principle that if we follow, blessing will come after. Panginoon, salamat kasi hindi po yaman, hindi po edukasyon, hindi po anumang bagay ang kailangan ng pamilya namin. Kasi kung yun ang kailangan lang para masolusyonan yung problema ng mundong ito, eh bakit hanggang ngayon marami pa rin, marami pa rin problema? Hindi kasi yun ang solusyon eh. Ang solusyon po ay ang aming Panginoong Jesus. The problem is the heart. And this is start with our family. Help our Lord to love you, Lord God with all our heart, with all our soul, with all our mind, as you have loved us, Lord God. And to disciple our children, our children's children, to love you, to love you as well. Panginoong Jesus, 
ikaw ang kailangan namin. Mga, mga tatay, ang kailangan ng pamilya mo ay ang relasyon mo sa Panginoong Yesus. Mga anak, ang kailangan ng pamilya mo ay ang relasyon mo sa Panginoong Yesus. If you are here this morning, if you still have that relationship with Jesus, surrender your life to Jesus Christ right now. He alone can change us. Submit to God. Submit our lives to God. And as a family, we are committing our lives this morning. Will you commit this morning, parents, to dedicate your family to the Lord? If you want to commit your family to dedicate with the Lord, stand with me. Pwede ba kayong tumayo ngayon? Kahit kayong mga nasa bahay, can you stand with me this morning? DJ, starting this morning, I want to commit my life to the Lord. And then I am committing my family to the Lord. That we want to be a family that worship God and making disciples. Help us, O Lord, help us. Patuloy kang mangusap sa amin, Panginoon, sa umagang ito. Ito po kami dalangin sa pangalan ni Jesus. Amen. invite everyone to stand up. Sa mga kanya-kanyang tahanan po ngayon, invite everyone to just remain in the presence of our God. Napakagandang reminder, napakagandang message na napakinggan natin ngayon. As we stand for Christ, let's continue to worship Him this morning. You stood before creation Eternity in your hand And you spoke